The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. During the week, Ursula von der Leyen announced a cap on the revenues of electricity production companies and a crisis distribution from fossil fuel providers as part of a significant shift in the revenue distribution from the windfalls that are being made by energy companies across Europe. And it's part as well of an even more significant shift in how the EU sources its energy. With us is uh, Sean Kelly, Fine Gael, uh, MEP. Sean, first of all, is it a fair assumption that the move from dependence on Russian gas is a permanent one and we will never go back to where we were? Yes, the European Union had decided after Russia invaded Ukraine that it would have to wean itself off as quickly as possible of fossil fuels coming from Russia. So it did so in relation to oil and also coal. But of course, gas was a much different kettle of fish. But uh, that will happen. But also Russia, because it thinks it can put the squeeze on Europe, will probably decide not to export gas. And that's the dilemma we find ourselves now for the winter, why there's such a scramble to get uh, security of supply right across the European Union for this winter and probably for our coming winters as well. And what's your view on where we stand at that security of supply? Because there are, there are reports that across Europe we're seeing gas storage at 75-80% levels, which at first glance would seem ample. Yes, and Ursula uh, van der Leyen indicated that they hoped to be by 85% uh, by October, and that certainly is encouraging. And if you take that with uh, a proposed reduction of demand to about 15%, then you would think that we should be okay for this winter. But it varies, obviously, greatly uh, from member state to member state. Some would probably have a surplus, some would have a deficit, and that's the deficit they're trying to deal with at the minute. And of course, from an Irish perspective, the big challenge is we have precious little in the way of storage capacity, so we are desperately dependent on other EU members and on the recently departed UK. Without a doubt, and that's a difficulty that I've been highlighting actually for quite a number of years now, and sometimes I think it falls in deaf years. We are going to be dependent on gas uh, for at least 20 years, and we are more or less dependent on one interconnector, the Moffat interconnector uh, from the United Kingdom. The United Kingdom is now outside the European Union, so there's no guarantees for us. And also, the United Kingdom indicated during the week that if Russia cut off the gas, even though not much of their gas is coming from Russia, nevertheless, it would lead to about a 12% reduction, and there would be gas rationing and probably electricity outages in the United Kingdom and in Ireland. They're not going to say we're going to give enough gas to Ireland so there will be no shortages in Ireland and do it out of themselves. So I think it's something we have to really focus our minds on and try and do something about. Something like what, John? Well, I think we have to look at uh, not just the short term, but the medium term as well. <clears throat> We're going to need gas, as I said, for a long time to come. So we have to look at the resources we have. I don't see why we can't use the carob and maybe Barry Row. At least look at the feasibility of them, rather than saying, no, we won't uh, use our own gas reserves, but we will depend on gas reserves from other countries, which we are doing at the moment. But even if we use the carob to its maximum potential, that still won't get us to where we need to go if we don't have the UK supply, or will it? Well, it will. It will make a big difference because I had a meeting some weeks ago with the CEO of the carob, and he indicated to me there were vast reserves of the best gas you could get just alongside 
the current field which they are using at the moment. So that has to be looked at. Also, I think we should have... A, and I say, just for a second, what is the blockage to that being used then? It's the government policy initiated a number of years ago, in good faith, I'll have to admit, because it was about keeping it in the ground so that we would be seen to be taking climate change seriously. But that now has to go out the window because uh, people's energy bills, uh, people's uh, future livelihoods, keeping houses warm, keeping industries going, has to be taken care of in the immediate term. And then, of course, we also, side by side with that, must ramp up uh, the deployment of renewables. So, so are, are you there, for Sean, calling on, on government colleagues to change the legislation in respect of CARB so that it can be further exploited? I think it has to be looked at. I mean, it doesn't do anything to save the planet by leaving it in the ground in Ireland and take it out of the ground in Norway or the sea and then we importing it into Ireland. That actually is increasing rather decreasing emissions. So if we're talking about saving the planet, uh, reducing emissions, I think those things have to be looked at, especially because of the price of energy for customers now, and also the fact that many are worried, and rightly so, that they may not be able to either afford heating this winter, or they may not even be able to get it, because if there are shortages or outages, then that could affect anybody anywhere. Well, can we turn to that matter of affordability? Because the other thing that Ursula von der Leyen said during the week was that the measures that she was introducing in terms of windfall taxes and contributions from fossil fuel producers and from the energy sector would raise roughly €140 billion. Have you any insight into how that €140 billion might be distributed and what it would mean for Irish citizens and consumers? Well, she hasn't elaborated on that and she couldn't really because it's only been discussed at the minute and there are the estimates that have been done. But definitely, she's absolutely right because it's wrong that any industry should be making uh, absolutely massive profits when people are suffering at a time of crisis. And I think uh, she is to be congratulated on hopefully getting agreement from the member states on that and distributing it amongst the member states. But that distribution is going to be very politically tricky, isn't it? Because when you try to figure what is fair among states that have nuclear, that have a heavy gas mix, that have a heavy renewable mix, and that have different implications in terms of district heating and consumption, how do you do that in a way that is fair to every member state? Yeah, that is true. But what she will do is she'll ask them all to make submissions. The Commission will look at it independently and try and come to a conclusion and reach an agreement. And you know, the history of the European Union is that when it comes to it, while there's a lot of prevarication and a lot of discussion, eventually they do come to an agreement, and I think they will do the same on this. The other point I think about making as well is that Ursula van der Leyen has gone around the world, and next week I think is going to Canada, to ensure that there would be alternative supplies, especially in relation to LNG uh, for countries across Europe. And uh, in fairness, the Commission are doing their best, they're being realistic, and we must be the same. Sean Kelly, MEP, thank you very much. You're most welcome. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.